This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And on the line now we have Waipa Deputy Mayor Liz Stolwick. Good morning, Liz. Morning, Gary. Now, the comms department at Waipa District Council seems to be working overtime at the moment because the situation is changing by the half day, it seems. And the latest press yeah. release we've received um, says six COVID-19 cases have been confirmed in Te Awamutu. So I, I imagine there's a, a degree, of, a significant degree of anxiety there at the moment. Absolutely. Look, this was not the news that we were looking for yesterday. Um, obviously, six cases um, in Kihi Taumutu. Um, but I guess, you know, there is a little bit of, uh, I guess, comfort to know that they are all linked. And I was really pleased to hear that. Uh, the, 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 I guess the, it would have been a whole lot worse if they had been unlinked or if we didn't know where these cases, um, I guess, uh, had kind of were arising from or how they were linked to other cases. And we've been on tender hooks, Gary, for obviously several days anyway because uh, the wastewater samples that had been tested had shown that COVID was in our community somewhere, uh, but of course we just didn't have um, any further information than that. So in some ways we've got some certainty now and, uh, and at least, like I said, we know that these cases are, are currently linked to other cases too. In that light, there aren't locations of interest that have been identified yet, are there, in, in Te Awamutu? Um, and no. pe- people are finding that really concerning, but I think, I mean, you can help me um, let the listeners understand that it's because these cases are linked specifically um, yes. that... that the locations of interest don't necessarily need to be identified or the people might have even already been uh, symptomatic and self-isolating. Yes, so look, I guess the information that I have, Gary, is that when, uh, when the interviews are taking place, uh, you know, with those who have been confirmed as, uh, as having COVID, then they are, I guess, the, the locations of interest are then, um, you know, kind of deemed important to public health. Or public safety so it's possible that you're right these cases have not been um, you know linked to any particular uh, locations of interest so I take that as good news um, so you know if the DHB if the ministry felt that there the case you know those who have COVID had been to um, locations that, and could potentially be spreading uh, this virus then they would be putting these locations of interest up um, you know in the interest of public health and safety on the website so because they have not done that they have to have quite a degree of comfort that the uh, that these persons have not actually been you know or putting other people um, at risk. So I take a, I personally take a great deal of comfort in the fact that no locations have um, have actually been put on the website, and I think I think the people of Tiamut and Kiki can also have that degree of comfort. So um, although we don't know the details of the cases, um, we are you know just putting our trust in the system, um, and that system is that you know obviously very um, comprehensive interviews are taking place that uh, that I do know, and if there was any concern out there, those locations of interest would be put up on the website. So um, yeah, so look, fingers crossed, Gary. Um, I am sitting here very nervous, obviously this morning, um, really hoping that there are no further cases announced. Um, 
today by government um, and all going well you know this you know we hopefully we again we've been lucky enough to have caught this um, and snappled it um, you know, with our early detection absolutely now yeah so you're basically feeling that comfort in the idea that the system is working as it should be and also that citizens of the Waipa district are you know um, sticking to the regulations and allowing this virus to actually be tracked so that um, a, a serious outbreak doesn't occur. Yes, that's right. Look, look. by and large, um, you know, I think people are obeying um, the, the, the kind of rules set out in Level 3. Um, you know, Facebook's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Um, I, I, I do sit on, um, you know, both the community Facebook pages for Tiamudun and Cambridge and uh, and watch where people are outing other people, you know, <laughs> all the time. There's this, there's this community watchdog that's out there and it's ourselves. Um, so I actually think that peer pressure is playing quite a, a large role, you know, um, as well, and people sort of, you know, being careful around what they do and, and don't do. So, you know, so I think I think that, that's actually quite um, quite interesting. But look, on on the whole, Gary, um, you know, this is you know really upsetting. Um, I think, in particular, for um, all our residents. But I also just want to just, um, I guess. Yeah, just just mention that for a lot of our elderly, um, you know, especially those in, in Kiki and Tiamuri right now, they are feeling particularly vulnerable. Even though they may be vaccinated, because there have been no locations um, announced, um, they are uncertain as to whether they feel comfortable, um, you know, with leaving the home. So I guess I'll just put a plea out there. If you have a, an elderly um, relative um an elderly friend, those that are, um, you know, obviously um, living in, in Kiki or Tamworth, you maybe just, you know, it would be great just to give them a quick call and, and just check in with them because I think yesterday especially, it was a really unsettling day. Absolutely. I think we're um, all needing that sort of to check in with each other, aren't we, as well? Um, but as you say, particularly um, the elderly who, um, yeah, could be in a a very lonely uh, situation and now a um, situation in which they feel additionally vulnerable. Um, I just saw in a press release either yesterday morning or the day before from Waipa District Council that there was uh, it was full steam ahead for Waipa's events for 2022. Um, <laughs> f- fing- oh, yeah. Fingers crossed for that, I guess. But I'm, <laughs> I'm sure oh. I re- I'm sure I read that less than 24 hours ago. And how quick <laughs> things change, eh? Oh look, no. Well, actually, look, we had um, I approved that press release yesterday afternoon, even knowing the information <laughs> about the, the COVID cases. Look, and, and and it was interesting the conversation I was having with our. Um, with one of our staff at the council saying, look, you know, we, we do need to remain optimistic around our events. And, and Waipa does, you know, our business community relies on our events as well. We've got an unusually high, you know, ratio, as everyone knows, of, of cafes and restaurants, um, particularly in Cambridge. And, and it's because we, we are able to sustain that number, um, you know, with all the extra um, domestic visitors that, that flood our area over the summertime for rowing and wakarama and all the other events that, of course, we have the cycling, uh, equestrian. Now, we have such an array of events. It's really, really great. But, look, the reason I guess I'm still being optimistic, and that is because, Gary, our, our vaccination rates 
are pretty impressive. Um, you know, 1,215 people got vaccinated on Super Saturday. I mean, that was that was fantastic. But um, so we are now still we are now sitting second in the Waikato. So unfortunately, just behind Hamilton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was really hoping to keep that number one spot. But hey, 86.6% of Waipa's eligible uh, population has been vaccinated first dose. So that's that is that is fantastic. So that's that's growing all the time, and we're now sixty-seven point three percent of people who are fully vaccinated, so have had their second dose. So I, I take a, you know I'm I'm really impressed with that number, and if we can continue to grow it, then hey, we will be back in event season in 2022. I'm sure of it. I hope so. <laughs> so I guess now we can take a look at vaccination and testing that. Uh, people may f- be feeling uh, anxious today uh, because of the COVID cases in Te Aumutu Kiki. Uh, but at the same time, people can really actively help prevent this virus from spreading by getting vaccinated if they haven't already or going to get their second vaccine if it's come time for that or getting tested whenever they have uh, any symptoms and uh, self-isolating when they have symptoms. Uh, That is all stuff that people can do. I mean, WIPA is obviously in a a good position now with um, a lot of people, you know, 86 um, over 86% of people who have shown their faith in the vaccinations. Yes, absolutely. So, look, I guess but what we're seeing now, of course, is an extra effort put out by the DHB to, to get more people vaccinated. So today, um, today there is a, a, a new pop-up vaccination centre, and it's only there for one day, but it's going to be over at Mangatotua Marae. So that's out um, uh, by Tokunui. So that is up today, and then tomorrow we've got an um, we've got a pop up vaccination centre um, happening in Parongia. So they, those are great initiatives. I think you know the idea now is to get out to the out to the rural communities um, and villages, so that uh, you know those who haven't necessarily got access uh, by vehicle to get into our main centres, here's the opportunity to get vaccinated if you haven't already. Um, but you're quite right around the testing. You know, the testing is absolutely crucial right now because we need to know if we've got any spread. Have we missed anyone? So I just, you know, implore everybody, if you're feeling unwell, you've got some great options um, at the moment. The testing station is open at the Tiamutu Event Centre and also um, Gate 2 at Key Key Domain. So those are still open and operating. And, uh, yeah, even if you've got just a, a runny nose, go and get tested so, just so for your own peace of mind, but also so that if we've got any community transmission, we're going to find out really quickly. So um, so that, that's the information about uh, where, where you can go. Thanks, Liz. And it only takes one case of community transmission, of course, for a new, a new branch to grow off the... Uh the pandemic tree, I guess, you know. Oh, um, we've seen it time and time again, haven't we? Yeah, so we've just got to be uh, vigilant. So, But it, it sounds like um, Waipa is doing uh, really well, being really responsible. So, um, yeah, I think, I think we can take away from this conversation uh, some of that comfort that you talked about, that... Um, we're, we're doing what we should um, and Waipara are doing what they should and keeping on top of this and keep at it. 
Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, let's let's. I mean, what we really want to see here, of course, is a lowering of alert levels. Uh, we need our business community to get up and operate again. Um, this is this is starting to get this is starting to strike very very you know hard with people um, who are operating business in Waipa. We need to get down to level two so that we can you know we can get businesses operating again. So yeah, this is the way to do it: vaccination and testing, and uh, hopefully we'll be there very soon. Waipa Deputy Mayor Liz Stolwick, thank you as always for joining me on the free breakfast. You're most welcome, Gary. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to this free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.